Thanks for listening to Shift Your Spirits. I'm Slade Robertson. For 13 years, I've been a professional intuitive, but I try to talk about spirituality with fewer hearts and flowers than most New Age blather. I also mentor emerging intuitives, psychics, and healers in a program called Automatic Intuition. It is Saturday, October 12th, 2019, as I record this introduction. This week, I'm talking about numerology, repeating number sequences, synchronicity, and a two-month-long persistent number phenomenon that I've been experiencing. As always, there's an oracle segment at the end of the show. Be thinking about a question or a concern you have. Hold it in your mind. I'll come back on after the final links and credits and leave you with that extra message. For the record, I've had a few emails about this, so I want to clarify. Automatic intuition and the mentoring sessions that I do are not going away. I am phasing out personal psychic readings over the remainder of this year. So if you'd like to get a reading with me, please get in touch before the end of 2019. Those of you who are regular or repeat reading clients, you probably know who you are. If in doubt, email me and I'll confirm. I will continue to do readings for you for the foreseeable future. Don't be afraid to ask me about that. To repeat. I am not phasing out or ending my professional intuitive training program, my business consulting, or my mentoring sessions. Which brings me to the subject of our featured practitioners. Now when you go to sladeroberson.com readings, in addition to booking a reading with me, you can also connect with other intuitives, psychics, mediums, energy healers, and astrologers from the automatic intuition community. This week, I'd like to introduce you to Chris Lynn. With 30 years of practice in natural healing and the intuitive arts, Chris promotes empowerment for psyche, soma, and soul through the Akashic Records, tarot, energy coaching, and reconnective healing. Chris's work is where compassion meets common sense. She was one of the first people to graduate from Automatic Intuition. She's been a part of that community before it was an actual online community. You may know her as one of the moderators of the Shift Your Spirits community on Facebook. From the moment I first visited Chris's site, Blue Jean Mystic, and saw the picture of her cowboy boots, I fell in love with her down-to-earth vibe and approach to spirituality. She was already pretty well established, and I was flattered she wanted to collaborate and work with me. She's someone I have respected and relied on as an ally in this community for close to a decade now. If you'd like to find out more about Chris Lynn and the services she offers, I could not recommend her more highly. Please check out her site at bluegenemystic.com. You can find Chris's link as well as the other featured practitioners at sladeroberson.com readings. In personal news, this is our first show to broadcast on a Sunday, returning to an old tradition. For 11 years, Shift Your Spirits posts went out on Sundays. Many people want to listen on lazy Sundays or on their Monday morning commutes. The earlier that shows come out in the week, the more downloads they get. The biggest reason for this change from Tuesday episodes to Sunday is automation. My life will be a lot easier if I let RSS, that's a technology, pick up the show when it's published and just email it to you. And that will change the content of the emails you receive a little bit and it will greatly um, 
affect my workload for the better. Thanks for your patience. As I adjust to the new day and time, be sure and let me know your thoughts on the change either way. This week, I am traveling to New Mexico for the first time for a writer's conference. I'm very excited about that. I've been doing an author interview project on the side, and I will get to meet the people that I have interviewed in person for the first time. This is my first time also flying after my horrible trip to Chicago back in January, so I'm looking forward to erasing those memories and replacing them with a more positive experience. I've always loved to fly in the past, and there's no reason why I can't return to that feeling. So I'm looking forward to all that happening this week. Before I forget, thank you to all of you who continue to pledge your support on Patreon. It demonstrates that you're enjoying the show and you want it to continue. Listeners who support the show can access a guided meditation called Messages from Your Spirit Guides, exclusive bonus episodes, and there's also a mastery level of support where you can download one of my courses for free each month. To find out how you can become a patron, support my time in producing this show, and access extra bonus content, please go to patreon.com slash shift your spirits. The number 808 is a thing for me. 808. It's one of the most powerful features in my magical landscape. And I was thinking back to when 808 became a thing, and there's an actual moment in time in my personal history at which that number started showing up, and has always been a thing since. Back in 2003, right after I had my stroke, and I lost my last real job, and I was a shut-in for a bit of a time, I was recovering and then phasing into working for myself, working from home. And during that period, I just stopped setting alarms. My desire to keep up with the time frames of the outside world just completely evaporated. And what was interesting is, you know, it had this lifetime of having to get up early to be somewhere for school, for a job. And I always thought of myself as a night person and stayed up late at night. But when I was left alone at age 33 or so, to kind of sleep whenever I wanted to sleep and work whenever I wanted to work, it was really interesting how quickly that normalized and actually became a morning person type of lifestyle, which has been true for me ever since. Now, I'm not a wake-up-at-the-crack-of-dawn kind of morning person. I have my time, 808. But I start out at a high level of activity and consciousness and optimism and effervescent personality, and I just slowly sort of slide towards nothing for the rest of the day with a couple of bumps in the afternoon, some help from caffeine. But so back when I was just allowing myself to wake up when I would wake up, I would roll over and I would look at the clock and so many times it would be 8.08. I would just wake up at 8.08 over and over and over again. And it always sort of made me smile when it would happen because it was this frequent thing. It didn't happen all the time, but it happened with enough 
frequency that it was important to me. And I felt like on the days that I magically woke up at 8.08 that somehow I was in sync with something. Um, I would come awake and before I would look at the clock, I would think, I bet it's 8.08. And it would be. And I would feel this thrill for some reason. And I still will wake up within 10 minutes of that, give or take. These days, it's you know maybe even an hour before then. Um, but I notice that even on those days when I get up earlier, there's something about that time that signifies for me a moment at which the first few sips of coffee have started to take effect or the, the moment at which I start to want to check in with other people, check my email, whatever it might be. There's something about my consciousness that wakes up at that time, whether it's literally from sleep or or that's the stages of waking up. So, of course, you know, I've wondered what that number meant. I wondered way back then and started going down internet rabbit holes about numerology and stuff back in the day, magic carpet rides. And I've since looked it up. Even this past year, I sort of investigated it again. Like, well, wait a minute. What does this number mean for other people? And it's weird because if you look it up, you'll find a lot of stuff about angel numbers. And angel numbers for 808 are all about business-related stuff and finances and abundance. And generally, if you go outside the angel communicator sphere, you, you still find all this stuff that has to do with more like financial abundance, which is so not the case, especially back in 2003. So I was really quick to dismiss that meaning. Like I felt like, no, I have my own 808. Like it's my own thing. And it doesn't seem to be jiving with what everybody else thinks it means. So I remember sort of making a decision, like selfishly, like, no, I don't want it to mean what you say it means. I'm going to make it mean what I want it to mean. And so I contemplated a lot about what it meant to me. And by the way, this is sort of the root of the entire way that I operate spiritually. Look up somebody else's book and think, no, don't really like that so much. Or, I like a piece of that. Let's modify it. But to me, you know, it came down to it was physically, typographically, if you look at the numbers as pure symbols or graphic elements, it's a small circle between two infinity symbols. And there was something about that that felt, you know, portal-like or Stargate magical. But just more generally, it, it sort of became this today's going to be a great day thing for me. And sometimes I would actually say that, especially if I woke up and it was 8.08, I would vocalize, today's going to be a great day. It was one of those affirmation kind of exercises. So now, you know, fast forward, when I do set an alarm, I set it for 808. Um, if I need to get up at 8 o'clock, I set the alarm for, eight, for 808. I might wake up at 745, I might wake up at 810. But if I do need to literally set one just in case, I'll just set it for that number. Because, hey, you know, if I'm going to pick a number and make myself wake up at a certain time, that should be it. Because then it'll be a great day. 
Now, some of the more common number sequences that you're probably familiar with, things like 11-11, 12-12, 11-22, there are all the triple number sequences that you see, 1-1-1, 2-2-2, on up. And then there are the progressive number sequences, like 1-2-3-4, 2-3-4-5, 5-6-7-8, you know, when you see sequences that way. And then there are the angel numbers, you know, Doreen Virtue's book, her little guidebook for all the triple number sequences and, and what they mean kind of had a big impact on everybody's new age consciousness about what are these numbers trying to tell me. And that's something that a lot of you may be familiar with or have run across. So in keeping with the idea that, well, Doreen sat down and channeled what the angels were telling her these numbers mean. So I'm going to sit down and channel my own documentation about what these numbers mean. And I had grand intentions of exploring all those different number phenomenon sequences and patterns. What I got through was some basic triple number sequences and a few extras. Um, sort of a guide to what spirit tells me those numbers mean. And to this day, it is the number one page on my own website that I always have open on my phone, that I bookmark, that I search and reference, and the one that I post most often to social media. I'll often leave it in comments. Like if you're in the Shift Your Spirits Facebook community and you post about a phenomenon with number sequencing or number sightings, you'll notice that I often will link in a comment, hey, here's what that means to me, and you know, here's where whole page of those if you want to explore it further. For some reason, my brain just does not want to seem to remember those, even though there are not that many of them. I don't, I can't remember it by heart. It's like I just am constantly having amnesia about what they mean, and I have to look them up. Over the course of 13 years, having Shifter Spirits online, the number one most searched and clicked page in Google and Bing and Yahoo web searches for my website is a post that I did about the meaning of 1111. A lot of people report the 1111 phenomenon as part of the beginning stages of their spiritual awakening. It seems to be one of those common things that people start to see and wonder about and go investigating and find the rabbit hole. 1111 is the white rabbit. Now, I called that page sladeroberson.com slash numerology, and I refer to it as numerology, but really that's not accurate. Calculating the numerology of names and birth dates and life paths, that's probably more technically numerology. The phenomenon of seeing repeating numbers, for me, I think, is really more a form of synchronicity. Because face it, if you do look up angel numbers in Doreen's book or on the web, or you look at my spirit-guided number meanings, the triple number sequences, they're all kind of some form of, you got this, keep going, don't give up, your angels are with you. 
they're all a kind of affirmation, usually, with a little specific tweak to them. But they all sort of mean, high five, man. There's not a lot of specific keyword context, like there might be with an oracle card system, or the tarot, or runes, or some other kind of divination tool. By the way, if you want to hear a really amazing podcast about synchronicity, I've meant forever to try to either do a podcast about this guy's book or maybe even get him on the show. I don't know why I procrastinate about it. I think because there's already a perfect episode. Um, It's on the Future Thinkers podcast, and it's an episode called Dr. Kirby Surprise. The Science Behind Synchronicity. The Science Behind Synchronicity is the book by Dr. Kirby Surprise. This is a really interesting name. But if you want to listen to something that really breaks down and explains the psychological apparatus behind synchronicity and what it is that we're experiencing and why we experience it the way we do and associate meaning with it and all that. I've never heard a better breakdown. It's so compelling and it's not a debunking thing. It's weird. It's like he talks about it from such a grounded sort of clinical perspective and such a scientist about it. But at the same time, there is some mysticism and wonder left open there. I can't really explain it. But again, it's like the perfect podcast about synchronicity. So I don't think I could touch it. I'll link to it for you so you can go check it out. Most of you have encountered and looked up and played with and experienced these repeating number sequences. Probably anyone within the reach of my voice right now. Just to be honest, if you're listening to this, you've had this happen to you. There were a few periods early this year in particular where my seeing the number sequences seemed just almost out of control. They were so frequent and persistent. After being a little bit, you know, here and there, one or two, no big thing. Suddenly I had a period where it was like all the time for like a month or something. And those were usually the triple number sequences. one 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 seven seven seven, that kind of thing. Some of those more than others maybe. And I think I might have mentioned it on an earlier podcast. But about two months ago, a week before I met Stephen, middle of August 2019, I started to note this new kind of numerology pattern or number sequence pattern that I was seeing. The new sequence followed this pattern of 808. 101, 202, 303, 404, on and on. And this alternates with 818, 918, 313, 212, etc., So it's either a number with a zero in the number or a number with a one in the number. And those are the only numbers that I see. That's it. There are no exceptions. It's not like, oh, I saw 818 a bunch and 909, but then I saw a 523. Nope. It's all day long. 
I mean, all day long, every single day, for about two months now. I thought I was seeing a lot of 111s, the triple number sequence, and that it was somehow breaking my pattern. So for a good, I don't know, two or three weeks, I was thinking, well, I do keep seeing the 111 a lot. That's the only one I see that doesn't fit the pattern. But then I realized, wait a minute, it does. Because it still fits the number one number formulation. A 111 is like a 212 or an 818. Now, when I say this is persistent and frequent this time with these sequences, it is every single time I look at a digital readout of any kind, every single point in the day where it happens, 100% of the time, it's one of these numbers. And I have witnesses to this. Stephen, several times a week. My mom, several times a week. Even my barista, a couple of times. I've talked about it with other people. I've engaged them in observing it so that they know kind of to expect it and then they're there to see it when it happens over and over again. I I can't help it. It happens at least two or three times every time Stephen and I are together. And he tries to play devil's advocate a little bit with the fact that the clock in his truck is five minutes fast saying it's not the quote-unquote real time, but it's still the reality that every time I look at a clock face, I see only those number formulations. Obviously, I see them more frequently riding in his truck because he's manipulated the time, so I see them on his dash, and then I get to see them again on my watch or my phone, but I still keep seeing them, and he observes me seeing them and sees them with me. It just keeps happening. It never wavers. But what does it mean? I think one of the most important things when interpreting sightings and synchronicities and symbolism of any kind in your magical worldview, in your landscape, as you're looking out at all the communication that's happening with your environment and you. What do you feel like it means? What's happening at the moment of the sighting in reality, in your environment, and most importantly, in your thoughts? At that moment, what are you thinking? At that moment, what are you feeling? Can you roll back the tape and identify what was running through your mind at that moment or generally what is running through your mind. If, if something's happening to you every day for a month, what about that month is particularly true and unique and special? At the end of the day, I've come to feel that this particular phenomenon simply means... I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be in a really profound way. 
the more profound the sightings, the more profoundly in sync that I am. I've never felt an urgency to enjoy the present moment like I have been experiencing in this past month. I've honestly never been this happy. I've never felt this abundant. I've never felt this plugged in. I've never felt this creative in terms of my output. And so much of that you can't even see because it's in other places, but I'm cranking right now, you know? It's almost like those numbers are the universe's little blinking red light recording every second, alerting me to the fact that you're on, reminding me to be here now. Don't miss this. The now is a portal between a past infinity and a future infinity. A tiny bottleneck of time. The exact size of our ability to inhabit it. Thanks again for listening to the Shift Your Spirits podcast. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever app you prefer. For show notes, links, transcripts, and all the past episodes, please visit shiftyourspirits.com. You can also download a free ebook and a meditation to help you connect with your guides. If you'd like to get an intuitive reading with me or with one of our featured practitioners, please go to sladeroberson.com readings. And if you're interested in my professional intuitive training program, you can start the course for free by downloading the attunement at automaticintuition.com. Before I go, I promise to leave you a message, an answer to a question or a concern you may have. So take a moment to think about that. Hold it in your mind or speak it out loud. I'll pause for just a few seconds right now. We never think of ourselves as repressed. Whatever it is we're seeking to hide from the world, we're probably hiding from ourselves. Self-expression is the greatest gift you can give to yourself and to the rest of the world as a whole. You cannot heal what you can't name. Make your emotional needs a priority. And I'll talk to you later.